I got a text message from my wife the other day. Okay. And I was I was doing other stuff, so I wasn't with her, obviously. Bathroom stuff? No, not bathroom stuff. Okay. No, I was away uh, doing some acting work. And the so my son is 12, okay? Yes. And he was having a conversation with her. I forget about what, but this is how it ended up. Uh, he used the word come with my wife. Okay. <laughs> and then correctly fixed it by changing it to sperm. Oh, so his intent was to say come. Absolutely. Okay, sure. Okay. So my wife texts me with complete devastation because she is completely <laughs> she's completely <laughs> uncomfortable with this direction of the conversation. Yeah. A 12-year-old dropping the old C-bomb yeah, on sure. her. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, which I read the text message and I just completely laughed over and over and over again. Let me ask you this. Would you rather would you rather have a conversation with your your wife or your mom, sorry, and talk about come? Yeah. Or watch the Big Bang Theory. Ooh, yeah. I I would be more comfortable talking about all kinds of animal come with my mother than watch <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Welcome to Radical Apathy, the podcast where two halfwits set out to solve all the world's problems with pop culture references and a lackadaisical attitude. Why not? It's worked so far. Welcome to the Radical Apathy Podcast. We're back. Hey. Hey, we did it. We did, we, we've done so well. We have been away for a while. And we're still getting this out on schedule, no, I think. Yeah, not to them. Not to, to them. To them, nothing's changed. To them, nothing's But to us, we've been gone on two different trips. Two two different trips. Yeah. On on While well, one of us has each taken a trip. Yeah. Where did you go again? Uh, well, firstly, my name is Tanner. Oh, yeah. I'm Corbin. And hi. Welcome to Radical Apathy. Radical Apathy. Radical Apathy. If we don't say it three times, it doesn't appear. That's true. Yeah. It doesn't work. I went to Glendale, Arizona. Oh, that sounds nice. Which is just outside of Phoenix. I actually could, and you were close. We were, we were more physically close on our trips than we could not have been, is a sentence. We, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So you, you and I. Yeah. We're more close than not close or what? Right. Yeah. If, if both to be on a trip yeah. at the same time. Pretty close to each other. We so. were more close globally yeah then we could have been yeah yeah <laughs> where were you <laughs> i went to las vegas nevada oh you are a las vegas boy aren't you i am a i'm a i am a patriot of a, las vegas of, of, of what would what would a, a las vegas sonian be called like what would a, a you know, I don't even know. What were they called? A Vegas? A vegan. A vegan. A vegan? A Las, Not a vegan, a, a but a Las Vegan. A Las Vegan. <laughs> I do vegan. like that, actually. A Las Vegan. Yeah. Okay. I. You know what? Uh, we're a vegan and we eat meat. I know how much you love Vegas. You have no idea. I'm, I'm excited to go on this Vegas trip with you. Yeah. Uh, as you notice, we don't have a guest today. Which I don't mind. But yeah, you know what? I, 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 don't, I, don't get the, I don't get the energy to talk to somebody. Else, I know. So. Some, you know, some people... I, honestly, all the guests we've had, yeah, terrible, awful, right? awful guests. They just they talk. They, we ask them questions and they give us answers. I know. I kind of liked the radio guy because he talked about us a little bit. Yeah, he was. He made it about us. He like made it, that be. was nice. But yeah. everybody else is just like, oh yeah, I do this and they, I do this. Oh, we ask you. We ask them questions about them and they answer about them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> ridiculous. What do they think this is? Anyway, we're gonna have more uh, next time coming in, and we couldn't be more apathetic about that. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I really don't care. Anyway, 
It's kind of like that from American Pie. You, see, you, you go talk to the girl and you ask them questions and listen to what I have to say and shit. Yeah, you just that. You know what? It's actually now that you have a uh, uh, how old is your kid? Seventeen, eighteen, twelve, twelve. That's coming, man. Oh, did he ever come the other day? That's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna have to learn. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, uh, nice, nice callback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's gonna have to. You know, he's gonna have to learn those things. So I have a younger brother whom is now he twelve. 19 19 20 20 he's in that age group uh but when he was growing into the the age of 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 self-realization oh uh puberty puberty um he he was having a hard i mean he was he was for the most part an only child because we were my sister and i were long gone before he was born yeah uh and you know growing up as an only child sucks I assume. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't one, but, yeah. you know, if you don't have that to play to learn. So, you know, he came to me uh, and he asked me, how does one talk to and approach women? Now, myself, uh, most people, when they describe Tanner, they say, wow, just just a connoisseur of of ladies. He's so good at, <laughs> at, at ladying. He leaves your suit, Larry. Yeah, just... I get that a lot. They say, wow, this guy definitely knows his way. Yeah. Unless it's a vagina, as we talked about, because I yeah. still can't find them. We don't know where they are. But I said, okay, here's what, here, here has what has worked for me, okay. is dancing. Dancing, okay. Dancing. Yep. That, most men don't want to do it. Most men don't like doing it, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. However, dancing is a wonderfully uh, easy way to be noticed by the opposite sex mm-hmm. or the same sex, whichever you're going for. I think I think it works both ways. And just being out in a zone like a dance floor is already kind of a corral, right? So you're already kind of in a natural corral state yeah. to, to bring in all the, the I'm going to use a, a, a farm term, to bring all the heifers in yeah. together, yeah. right? To corral them. And so I said, look, don't do a lot. Don't do the twerks and then the works and the lurks. Just stand there and do what I call a lighthouse. You stand there in the middle. And he's a tall, handsome kid, too. So, like, he's going to okay. have no problems. But anyway, you stand in the middle. You keep your, your, your elbows in tight. And you kind of keep your hands in front of you like you're holding ski poles. And you just go side to side with a little bit of... <laughs> just, that's all you do. Just a little side to side. I'm doing it now. And you just stand there. And then they will come to you. And you know what? He, he, he talked to me a couple months later. He said, it actually worked. I did the lighthouse and people just came and started dancing with me. Yeah. I did the lighthouse, man. I, did the I lighthouse. got two thoughts uh, radiating from your, your story just now. Please. Okay. One about purity and one about, because you said the other team, one about gays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> the first one is puberty. There's this great show called Wet Hot American Summer. Have you ever seen it? I have. The movie or the show they made about it after? All of it. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it was the movie and then they made a prequel 10 years before our first day at camp or whatever. And there was this scene where this girl is just, she's coloring and she's you know 13 years old. She's coloring and she's like, just stop. She's like, oh no. And she gets up and she runs to the bathroom and she goes into a bathroom stall and the camp counselors surround the the, the stall and they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? It's like, yeah. And then, then they're like, I think she's having her period. And, 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 right. and then she comes out of the stall and she's 27 years old. And it was the best <laughs> fucking joke I've seen in a show ever almost. 
I loved it. <laughs> okay. So thought yep. number two. Okay, sure. Uh, you're yeah. saying sometimes the, the lighthouse can attract both sexes. Have you ever been hit on by a, a, a gay man, sir? Okay. So no, and I'm upset by it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I, I didn't realize how upset I was going to be. I've, I went to um, one of the larger centers where we live of cities. Uh, and I went with a few friends to a gay bar. Okay. And this was, this was a while ago. So this was pre a lot of the social apps. Okay. So back when you still had to go meet people, because now you just, you social app before you even go to the bar. Like it's a, there's no point even going to the bar anymore because everyone going there is already pre, pre-met oh, okay. online. So okay. this was back when you had to go do that talking and thing. Sure. So we went there and for like, Three and a half, four hours. And now I, I do enjoy dancing because that's what I grew up. That's how I learned to communicate with the opposite sex. Yeah. So I, I it comes quite naturally to me to get out on the dance floor and, and said boogie. So I, that was totally fine. I, we had friends. It was all out there. It was all good. And I, I I got to the point where I started like really initiating a lot of conversations with people. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, because, you know... You, I th- you know, you have your hubris, right? You're like, okay, you know, like, come on, you know, I'm a fucking good-looking guy. I can, yeah. I can dance. You know, I can talk. You can I'll go in there. Part-time acting. You know, <laughs> I'll go in there. Oh, man. Not, You're a catch. Not one. Not one, hey. Not, oh, so the closest I got was um, there was several couples of differentiating ages, mm-hmm. and uh, my friends have told me this is some this can be a common type of relationships like like a 50 year old dude with an 18 year old dude yeah like just so i you know hanging out there talking to a couple of them the 50 year old dude yeah he's just like okay yeah hey man what's you know he would talk like he would just i mean i don't think he had any plans to hit on me would we talk to me at least but the young like kid like the 18 he had wanted fucking nothing to do with me they could tell you weren't one of them well you know is that it or am i just not am i just not bringing the heat it made you know, what, it, know. it really made me. Well, it really bothered me for a while. I just talked to my wife. About I think it. I like, you know what? I think we both are like we we understand when we are attractive to a female. Do but we? We don't. I think I, think <laughs> do, I am. Do we know that? I think I, I I have an understanding when I'm an attractive to a female. I think or, I just or I just, what I, think I, I just can, tired out my wife. Or I think what, I just tired her out. Or what I can do around a female back back when I was available. What yeah. I could do around a female to be to seem attractive. I see. But I don't know what I could have done to seem attractive to to one member of the other team. No, I whatever I did didn't work. That being said, I have been hit on by. An, God, uh, of course you have. Yeah, uh, I was at the, I was at the local bar here and here in town. Okay, I was at the local bar and yeah, came up to me and 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 I had to tell him I'm like, hey, listen, dude, what you're telling me is fantastic. I'm very excited about yeah, this. Yeah, I would be super excited by it too. But. Obviously, I have to politely decline. But I was so excited. I felt valid. There was actually, I felt better being hit on by I, that, him. That's what I said. Than the girls. Because yeah. it was like, man, I got, I can do both ways. This yeah. is awesome. I'm so attractive yeah. that just humans enjoy me. That's all it is. Yes. A blanket human statement. Yes. I'm that attractive. I love that. Damn it. I never got that at all. Let, let me tell you what I loved about. Like, so, <laughs> Even a little bit. I was, last, I was last single in 2006. Let me tell you what I loved about the the uh or 2004 whatever <laughs> the the gay man in 2001 2002 this is what i loved about them yeah they took a girl off them or they could they left a girl 
alone. Right. They right. didn't they didn't take one off the field. And they took a guy off the market with them. Whom could have then taken the said girl. Exactly. Number. So They're it's doing game. double duty. Yeah. Like it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, it's yeah. It's been really good. Yeah. Except I don't know. They they don't like what Tanner's bringing to the show. I'm sorry, man. Um I want to back up a little bit. Hey yeah. guys, we're gonna talk about uh Vegas at some point. Oh, I got other stuff to talk about. But I want to, you said earlier, back when I used to do the things that attracted the women. Yeah. Tell me about that. Okay. So it's, I used to, do, <laughs> I used to have party tricks, man. Yeah. I so, want to know what they are. Well, I hated introducing myself to females. It was like, cause at, when you're going to the same bar scene, you kind of know faces and stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you don't get to meet everyone all the time. So what I started doing, and this, I know this is going to sound so lame, but it, <laughs> dude, it worked. I would uh, bring a set of uh, like convention name tags with me, <laughs> <laughs> and I would have a marquee, a sharpie, and I'd write a funny, a, a funny nickname for myself and put it on my shirt. Sure, yeah. And then I would go and I'd put it on my friends. What ones for them, and then people would see them, and then they come to me for their their name tags. Oh, so you weren't doing it as in to make people think you were part of a convention? They were just like, "Oh, this guy's handing out name tags." Exactly. I see. And so they'd come to me, and then I'd get to start conversations with all of them. So you 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 put yourself in the role of a provider. Yeah. And so my a provider of name tags. My name tag was always the master of sassy jive. That was the, that, that the was three the three words master of sassy jive. That's four words. That's four words. Yeah. Okay. So I always put master of sassy jive on mine. Okay. And then, and then I would uh, I would meet all these girls who want to get name tags. What was the? It cost me a dollar fifty, and it worked every time. <laughs> what was the most ridiculous ridiculous name yeah. that someone wanted you to write on a name tag? Oh, geez, I don't remember. Oh. I'm sorry. It was a long time ago. Big Daddy Funk, maybe. I don't know. Compared to yours, <laughs> mine was good. <laughs> master of sassy jive. So when someone asks you about, "Are you the master of sassy jive?" Oh my god, what do you, what was that? What would you say? Like, what, what are your? Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, baby, call, call me, call, yeah." I'd be like, <laughs> "Just call me master." <laughs> call me master of sassy jive. <laughs> just yeah, just go ahead and call me master. It's fine. I don't think that'd be. Yeah, it, it worked. Oh, apparently, because everyone and their dogs hitting on you, and it didn't work for me. Yeah, so. so I met a ton yeah. of people, and then that would just rotate over. And so, whenever we go anywhere else, like a different bar somewhere else, yeah, wow, we'd do the same thing, hmm. and it'd be like a whole new clientele. Okay, so for our our young adult listeners, yeah, I guess ignore Tanner's dancing method, or you do both. Oh, a name take dancer. Fuck yeah. Hmm. Did we just? Did we just solve we just dating? Solve dating. I think we just solved dating. Congratulations, everyone who's yep. listening. All all singles out there. We have solved your problem. Name tag dancing. Name. You're welcome. Boom. Enjoy the copious sexing you're gonna do. And if you do find Oh, oh thank you. Yep, no problem. Thanks, thank everybody. You. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And if you do find uh, the vagina, please let us know. So Yes. Where are we on? Let's go back to the trips, Corbin. No, not yet. No, I got, hey, I got other stuff to talk about. Okay, so. we got other things. Okay. okay. So I went to. Uh, okay, there's two stories I have, I have to talk about. Okay. Three things I want to talk about. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, do you have, first off, do you have any fun fun things? Just like preamble? Because I like to get my thoughts out. Of, of the, I have thoughts of the week that I want to get out before we start talking about the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I want, you know, we want to air things, right? Yeah. No, I, so I, you, you really encapsulated my interest with uh, like a young. Because right now, yeah. 
I don't see you as a sexual being. Yeah. Right. You're just you're kind of this robotic, fleshy mass of yeah. Corbin. Okay. Uh, humorous for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you can carry a tune like a son of a bitch. Thank you, sir. But that's it. That's where, as far as it goes. So I, I'm curious when you talk. I'm curious to see you in that light as a as a sexual being. Oh, okay. so that you kind of you, you piqued my curiosity there. Well, I dressed really nicely in Vegas. I I hope so, so. I probably looked pretty good. Did we post anything for our for our so many fans? Well, what I did was I vlogged a lot of it, but the, I the problem is I used names in it. Oh, you uh, doxed a bunch of people. I talked to a bunch of people. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, this doesn't really fit. So I was like, I wasn't sure, and I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it. So okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. Yeah. yeah. But but good news. Yeah. I'm going back in May. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we can do it all over again. Okay. And do it right this time. Hey, well, you know what? Yeah. Everyone out there listening, he's going back in May. Yeah. So text, or not text, what is it? Social media us. Yes. The things you want Corbin to do in Vegas. And I'll do all of them. And he will do them and video them. And then we'll put it on the social media so you can see him doing it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Uh, that's my thing. Let's bring up your three things. Went to get my hair cut the other day. And so I will go to a, a local joint, which has, it's like, uh, it's like fast food for, yeah. for, for haircutting. Yeah. You, you have your menu of what you want to get. You get, you get these five cuts. You get assigned somebody. Yeah. And it's not always the same person. It's like 40 what, goddamn dollars. And I hate talking about stuff. Uh, here's so, so. I don't like talking to people. Okay, we're on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I don't like talking to people <laughs> in person because I'm like, I don't know what to say. And I don't know what I'm going to ask where I care enough to listen to the answer. Yes. So, because apathy. Apathy. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nothing what you're saying matters. Right? It's like, uh And anyway, ended up having a great conversation with this 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 lady. Really? Yes. And I got to say, when you have, like, it just flowed. We were making jokes. It, it was it was bam 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 bam, uh, and I gotta say when you have a good like rapport with the hairdresser, yeah, it makes you want to go back to that person. Y- yeah, that's yeah. Uh, uh, reciproca- reciprocity. 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 Is that what it is? That's a that's, word. That's a word. That is it. Hey, yeah. Can I? I you're wearing a hat. I can't see the haircut. Oh yeah. Well, it's probably not good right now. I'll take it off. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. It's just, you know, it's just whatever. You know what, though? It's got a nice shape to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think <laughs> we talked about the depressing aspects of my haircuts, <laughs> and we had a good time about it. <laughs> um, okay. So, one of, yeah, one of the things that's tough in those situations, as we all know, yeah. is you have to have the same conversation every time because you're meeting someone. What do you do? Oh. Where are you did, from? Did you do anything this weekend? Are you free today? Did you get all your stuff done today? Do you have any big plans coming up? <laughs> big plan. That's always big one. Yeah. You got any big plans? Any big plans? Let me ask you, Tanner. How many yeah. big fucking plans do you have ever? I, I usually, big plans. when someone asks me that question, I usually tell them. My go-to response is, I have to go home and cry in the shower. <laughs> And then I, and then they just kind of some are like oh yeah I know me too huh? like some get it yeah and some are just like oh well I mean hopefully the haircut will be okay yeah that's usually what it and is. then it grinds to a halt and then and it just stops yeah. and then it's all business like you just look at the mirror and she's looking at you in the mirror and yeah. it's just like just quiet <laughs> God I hate that conversation and but that's most of them because yeah. it's just that first one so this this conversation was great. Uh, they have a service at this place where they uh, will shave you, or they'll shave. Pardon? With a, they'll shave 
you oh your face your okay. face yeah sure and or shave the back of your neck to get the little the little tiny hairs or yeah. whatever yeah and so i always like when that happens i always like to just she's about to start i go whoa, 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 whoa. And, she, <laughs> and, she was, and i go and i go we're not angry today, are we? Like, <laughs> there's no no lingering male anger issues that you have, or that, that would be. Yeah. Is this the moment th- you take it out? Is this is the, is this the day? Yeah. Is, what is, I'm this, at, is today the day? Is today the day? And that's a good icebreaker. They usually love that. Yeah, that, that's a good. One. So was, I, I, I'm super loud too. I go whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Just freak the whole goddamn place out. <laughs> what what was the what was the one moment in that conversation? during your haircut that you knew, oh, this is actually, this is a nice conversation. Like, when, what, what was the moment? Uh, I was asking her about, she said, made, a, she made, a, we were talking, we were talking about her jobs and she made a comment about how there's no worst part of her job. And I go, come on, the people are the worst part of the job. Like, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, the, the, the people are, are the worst part, the worst part of, of every job. Of every job. Every job. Every job. And she's like, no, well, Okay. Okay. And then she goes, and then she breaks it down as to why she thinks they're good or bad. And I'm like, like no, like I was just like no bullshitting me. If I'm going to have a conversation with you, do not bullshit me. Yeah. We have a we have a we have a relationship now between hairdresser and hairdressee. And it spiraled out of control. Long story short, I got her card oh. because I intend to go back to this person. Okay. And bypass the the randomness of. So there the, there is still a method to method. to book her. Yeah. Okay. I can go to the place and say, I want, I will wait for her. That's exciting. You know, it's, yeah. it's people overlook barbers, hairdressers, stylists. Yeah. But I think it's, it's an important thing to have if you can have one you trust. And that doesn't suck. The question is, will she remember me when I go back? Because then I have to start that conversation mm. all over again. It, well, you got to make a mark, right? So if, yeah. if she doesn't, you just got to quickly do the again, and then yeah. that'll remind that her. That will totally remind And then she'll remember you forever. Yeah. So you do the two. For sure. Well, I'm, you know, I'm glad. She I'm even glad gave me a discount. She's like, I didn't charge her for that. I'm like, huh, because oh. we had a good rapport. I was like, see, you're a winner. Recip- reciprocity. Bing, Reci- bing, bing, that's bing, the bing. thing. Wasn't even in Vegas, and I'm winning still. God, your life is great. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I got more about that. Okay, two more things. Two more things. I went to the drive-thru the other day. Okay. Uh, and so my understanding of the drive through model is I go to the drive through to save time because I don't want to wait inside with all the other chumps. I want to drive through. Listen, yeah. In fact, I'm going to say it again. I want to, and I'm, you can't see my hand, but I'm, yeah, I'm he's, driving he's my doing hand. A drive through motion. I want to drive through and then fuck off for food, for food. Yeah. That's the whole concept of the drive-thru yeah so my local mcdonald's that's closest to my house is changing the way we do business Uh oh Uh, the transactions are different and it happens every single time okay i get up to the thing i order doesn't matter how many cars are behind me and then i go to collect the, the the second part of the drive through is what the collection. Yeah, you pay. I, yeah, I pay. Yeah, yeah. And then I collect. It's three three steps: order, pay, collect. Okay, all driving through. Yeah. Okay. And then what their their thing that they've been doing lately is saying, "Hey, can you park around front? Can you pull over? Can you pull over around front? I got to pull over last night. Can you pull over? Can you, and I said, to, and, I, and I said, and I go and I looked at them. I said, no. <gasps> Yeah. Are you allowed to say no? I said no. Come on. And they're like, why? I go, because this is not the drive-thru. This is the drive-thru. That's not the drive-thru. This is the drive-thru. 
I said, I, I don't want to do that. I want to stay here God, where I am. Good for you, Corbin. I would never have the balls, but the, go ahead. The guy looked at me like yeah. a little sideways for yeah. a second. And guess what? They did, yeah, you just stood there. I got my food within 20 seconds. Yep. Why am I driving around and parking? Yeah. And especially if you're in a spot where there's no one behind you. No, I'm not pulling around. You just pull over. We don't have to do our job as fast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm God, not doing it anymore. I wish I, I wish I had that ability that you have. Have the apathy enough to do that. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuckness. And there was no one behind you even? No, not that time. No. Like, I'm just not doing it anymore. I'm just refuse. Because that's what a drive through is. Not drive through park. Yeah. Yeah, because I I parked last night. That's what happens when I park. You forget about me most of the time. Yeah. The drive through park, now I got to get back out of my vehicle, and now I'm not driving through anymore. Right. Now I'm going in and avoiding the one thing I didn't want to do. You're one of them now. I don't want to interact with people. I don't want to wait in a line. I want to drive through. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Weird Al Yankovic's uh, Stuck in the drive through song. If you've never heard of it, (laughs) you should listen to it. It's fucking phenomenal. Shout out to Weird Al. Hashtag Weird Al. Um, last thing I want to talk about before okay. we talked about the rest of everything. Uh, so it's just an annoyance. I, I've been around a lot of people lately and they use abbreviations for their words a lot. Yeah. Like instead of saying vacation, they say vacay. Vacay. When I'm vacay. And then there's all like the new Gen Z Oh, fucking yeah. the riz, the riz, and the, the jizz and the fizz. I, I don't know all the things. Yeah. My point is, if you are going on vacation, you have enough time to finish the word. <laughs> okay, yeah, you yeah, have enough yeah, time to yeah, finish yeah, yeah. the fucking word. Yeah, stop. T- I I've decided I don't like abbreviation people. Okay, uh, if if I if I had two people in line and all things were equal. Mm-hmm. And I got to choose who was going to be my friend. And one used abbreviations and the other one did not. I'm choosing the non-abbreviation person every single time. I hate them. Okay. But so now you, you as a part-time actor, yeah, your job entails a lot of big words and a lot of people in that job, whether they be on stage, off stage, backstage, is they do use a lot of abbreviations in the job. Okay. So you've, you've, I mean, and correct, I mean, correct me wrong, but in the, in the, in the 83 years that you've been a part-time actor, there's a lot of abbreviations that take place there. So is, is it, is it coming from that? You know what? I'm going to double down. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a gambler. <laughs> and I also don't like it when you nickname yourself. Okay. Well, that's a whole podcast. There, there is self. Those, there's those one, fucking people. There is one guy who nicknamed himself that no, I know. Can't do that. And he... When he talks to other people, he'll reference his nickname. Like in the third person? He'll be like, hey, it's blank. I don't uh, want to say it because no. I know he's going to listen to this. Oh, no. And he'll say his own nickname and be like, burger, 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 burger. And he'll talk about oh, stuff. Oh, my God. And then I just, it, it drives me mad, and I make fun of him mercilessly. I was I was instinctively going to say this person can never come on the podcast, but should we have them come on so that us and our community can destroy them as a human? If if he came on the podcast, put it this way: there was this time when I went out for a a, a work party, and this this nicknamed gentleman was there, and he said, "Let's let's just let's just call him Sparkle." 
Sure. So we know we'll who. Call him Sparkles. Okay, Sparkles. Okay. Uh, and he came and, uh, or arrived, I should say. Sparkles. I, yeah. Just this, I should probably just clarify. Yeah. Not, Sparkles he didn't came. Arrived. He, he arrived. And then came. Uh, and uh, he showed up and he sat near me. And I had a couple drinks in, and I proceeded to just drop like <laughs> mom jokes on him for two straight hours, and he had no comebacks. Like he was just getting peppered, and and I was just loving life. It was actually me and a buddy who were doing it to him. And the next day, a couple close friends came to me because she goes, "Have you have you apologized to Sparkles today?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, you were really making fun of his mom yesterday. And I'm like, well, no, like suck it up. Like get, be better. Yeah. If you can't come up with a comeback for mom jokes or whatever. Yeah, like, that's a universal humor trope. Yeah. A like, mom joke. Like just be better. Yeah. So I never apologized. I, I don't even. And now he nicknames himself. Right. So that, I mean, he brought it on himself. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Was he going to get hit by a bus and say, no, it sparkles. Just save me in the hospital. Yeah. No. What about people who use acronyms for things that don't? So the point of an acronym. Sure. Let me get into my uh, English degree here. Okay. The point of an acronym. Yeah. Is to take away the decibel count yeah. of a word. The syllable count or decibel count? What did I say? You said decibel. The other one. Syllable that count. One. Okay. Reci- and you got the degree. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. checking. It's, it's from a... Community college in Taiwan, but is yeah. it called? Is it South ha- Southampton Institute Institute of Technology? No, it was, it was the it was the Community College of Chang Do you remember that movie, the Southampton <laughs> Institute of Technology, or shit? <laughs> I don't. What's that from? That's a Justin Long movie called. Uh, oh, what was it? Graduated Escape. Oh fuck! It was. It was, it was like a. It was like a. Like that, it was though. a classic. Uh, uh, hey, we're going to college. Uh, movie. Comedy from the mid two thousand, the early two, yeah, the yeah. early aughts. Yeah, they invented a college because they didn't want to go to college, and they created the Southampton Institute of Technology. <sighs> Shit, <laughs> I forgot what it's called. I like it. Um, what? Uh, I guess the point is that people will will now use that, yeah, without anything. So people say uh, BRB, yeah, I'll be a BRB, BRB, which stands for be right back. Yeah, but there's no difference. Between be right back and BRB. There is. No, you're not saving time. One makes be you a douchebag. Right the other one doesn't. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. BRB or, or, or totes. Hey, totes. LOL. I laugh totes. out loud. It's the same thing. I can handle laugh out loud because you weren't saying laugh out loud in normal conversation <laughs> before. Like before LOL existed, nobody said, <laughs> I'm laughing out loud. Maybe it's not, crazy. Maybe not to you, but that was funny. And nobody said that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but like totes, just say totally if you want to. And, oh yeah, totes, totes, my goats. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the abbreviation people, and I don't respect the abbreviation people. Right, which is the more more important thing. I choose to whom I give my respect. What's the worst abbreviation to use in conversation, you think? I'm trying to think of all the new age ones. Oh, there was one I heard recently that it, it really fired up my cockles when I heard it. Um, but I, but I, I packed it away in that part of my brain I don't look into. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're all gone, but when I hear them, I'm like, ah! Yeah, everyone knows it. Everyone, let's just take, let's take a three-second count and think about the one that we really hate and okay. focus on that. Ready? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, oh. yeah. Yeah. Son of a bitch. 
Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, that's all I had on, that, on my rant. <laughs> hey, why do you care? <laughs> I don't, listen, why do you care? I care when I have to hear it. It's eating up your time, right? It's eating that's, up my yeah. t- well, except but I want them to eat up more of my time by not using the abbreviation. Mm. So it's a weird reverse psychology yeah. that's going on with me. If you so, if you take anything away from today, no, here you know what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, yeah. It's I don't want to learn your shit. Just say the word normally. That's, oh, you don't want to learn the new. That that's is, the apathy. That that's the apathy right thing there. Person say, but yeah. I like when we take the the situation and yep. figure out the apathy part of it. Think, and the yeah. apathy is, I don't want to learn your shit. Yeah, I don't care to learn why what a riz is. I don't care to learn what riz is. Yeah, I'm gonna riz. I got riz. You could just say, "You fucking loser." <laughs> <laughs> you can just say, "My, that is a lovely sweater you're wearing." May I have this dance? No, nope. they yep. say, "Good riz." She got riz. She got riz. She I like got that. fucking riz, but I will say this, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you use name tags and do the and, dancing, and dancing, you may have riz. You don't. Well, and but you won't have to say it. But you won't have you'll to be say showing it. it. You'll be showing it. Yeah. But you may have the riz. Show, don't tell. That's charisma, right? That's charisma. Show, don't tell. Fucking me. Like charisma to riz. You lazy fucks. <laughs> Just say the word. Oh. <laughs> Well, I agree. So, <laughs> this uh, this this podcast is is about uh, Las Vegans, Las yeah. Vegans. We're gonna go. We're gonna talk about some Vegas, baby. Hey, <laughs> uh, we got homework for the last episode. <laughs> we forgot. We forgot to do homework. We did. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, there, we did a cold open before we did this one, and it really got me in a mood. And now I'm kind of like locked. I was locked in on the conversation, so I've, I forgot we have a format to our show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we don't have no homework to go over. Uh, n- no, I think I think you were given homework when you went to Vegas. Oh shit! What was it? Oh man, we got to start. No, it wasn't because I texted you to do something while I was gone, didn't I? Oh, you're going to find it now. Yeah, good luck. You're not going to find it on your phone. No, I think, no, you're going to come back. Oh, you know what? You're right. I was going to do something with roulette. <laughs> is what we talked about. We are professional people. And. Or the kids would say profesh. Is that what the, is that? What I don't is? know. Is they they probably do? do. They're stupid. Fresh. Give me some, give me some fresh. Yeah. Give me fresh. Um, you gave me the homework of learning how to play craps and ah. discussing it with you what bets you would likely be to play. There you go. So I obviously did it. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Craps. Let me, let me, Corbin and audience, let me tell you guys a little something about craps. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. So Benjamin E.B. Craps <laughs> in 1827 was a young man in northern France, and he said to himself, hey, you know what, do I uh, keep playing these games of poker or I always lose on the cards that they face up with the red queen? Yeah. And you put down the black king, and then you lose your money, and I want to have a thing where I put my dice and I roll them out of my hand, and I roll the dice out of my hand, and I feel the dice as they roll. And and that was... So, old Benny Craps. Benny, Benjamin Craps. He... Really frustrated, mm-hmm. okay, with where he was yeah. in northern France and the states of the casinos uh, at the time. Yeah. So he took it upon himself to invent a new game. Yeah. And what do you think he called that game? Craps. Wrong. Oh. He invented Go Fish. Go Fish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that game was then uh, remodeled a little bit 
by, ironically, a woman named Elizabeth Fish, and she was the inventor of craps. Wow. Yeah. I got to tell you something. Okay. First off, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, but for all the listeners, this is absolutely not true. You know what? Or is it so true that yeah. I'm blowing your mind? You, nope. Def- okay. Definitely not true. Anyway, I learned all about craps from Elizabeth Fish, Good. so I'm ready. You know what? It's okay that you didn't. I'm going to talk about craps quite a bit on this But I'm this ready show. to talk about it now because okay. now I've, I'm so aware of it. So you're in charge of... Are you are you basically interviewing me about Vegas? How are we doing this? Yeah. Well, I I'm, I want you to lay out the stories. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick them apart. Yeah. And prove to you why you're bad at gambling. Wow. And then uh, and then yeah, I do have some we have some some fun tidbits to pepper it as we go. First off, do you gamble? Not well. No. When's the last time you gambled? In Vegas or just in general? In general. Probably like a twenty dollar poker game at. A bachelor party. That sounds awful. However, I do have a Vegas poker uh, tournament story that I was in. Okay. And it's it was the coolest I have felt in my life. Okay. So we'll come to that down the road. But okay. Yeah, we we have tidbits. I, I, yeah, I, I like I, to hear about that. Want to want to get into a little bit? Um, give give us you you have you have a um, love affair for for the city of Las Vegas. Is when that fair? I was younger. Uh, I don't, first off, just the rush of winning money is very addicting to me. <laughs> that that is the definition yeah. of addiction. Yeah. I uh, t- okay, so, and when I was younger, I um, I had it was I was twenty one at the time, and I went for my first Vegas trip, and I went with a bunch of guys, and we didn't know what Vegas was all about, and I played three dollar blackjack using silver dollars at a three dollar table. Okay, and we'll talk about why that's insanity right now. Yeah. At a $3 table, and I just played over and over and over and over and over again. And I had learned this basic strategy at the local casino that I was in, because uh, where we're from, you had to be 18, mm-hmm. but 21 in Vegas. So mm-hmm. I had three years of, of blackjack experience, if you will. Really getting but, into it. But that's the only game I played was blackjack, and I played over and over and over, and I was terrible at it. Looking back now, it was hilarious. But I would, when I found out you could get free drinks... And then with your free drinks, you could take them wherever you wanted. I was like, yeah, you can walk about. I love this place. Yeah. And back then there was cheap food and super like cheap deals to get food. And so I was hooked on Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fun story. This is a side note. There was a time in my life. And believe me, I don't know what the fuck this guy was thinking. Uh, there was a time in my life I had started getting a, a reputation for going to Vegas and liking to gamble quite a bit. Okay. And so there was one time when I tried to apply to be a police officer a long time ago. Gross. And this gambling thing really pushed back on me because they thought <laughs> I gambled so much. They thought they, I gambled so much that I was going to be on the take to 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 not for crime. Crime for was going to. Crime was going to okay. pay me okay. to go gambling, <laughs> to keep gambling? Okay. instead of yep. do the job that they, right. they hired me to do. That's how that's how, how works. That's, yep. that's the reputation I had for, for Vegas and how much I loved it. So you really like Vegas? I really like Vegas. Have you ever had a crime person offer you money to gamble? <laughs> no. So, yeah. No, because I don't talk to people. And you know what? And no one ever offered me drugs either. They talked about that in <laughs> Dare in high school. Like, oh, jump. No one's offered me any fucking drugs. I haven't gotten anything. No? Yeah. yeah. It's bullshit. Anyway. Nobody's uh, walked up to me and offered me drugs. Either. Yeah. Hey, you want some Coke? 
Yeah, I would actually. Today's been shit. I'd love some cocaine, but I've never had it. <laughs> never had it once. Uh, anyway, you know what? Bullshit. I'm and you know what? I have no interest to even try the, the legal drugs. Like I have no interest. Yet yeah, no, I I I don't either. Yep. I uh, yeah no I I I I don't like uh, I don't like feeling gross. You're, you're too close to the edge as it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I live on the edge. You're, too, you're so you're already I don't there. Need it. I don't yeah. need, the gambling's the drug. That's right. So, long story short, the second trip I went to Las Vegas, I went with a coworker at the time, and he's very well versed in Vegas, and he's like, "You are doing it wrong," and he showed me that day or that trip how to play craps for the first time. You had your Obi Wan Kenobi moment. Uh, yes, craps, and we played some slot machines, and we came up with a routine of what we would do and the places we would visit, and that was straight up addicting to me. the The game is of craps is so like it's so fun. When you win, it's the funnest thing in the world. And I told my wife, I go, when I'm on a hot craps roll, it's better than anything you and I have ever done, ever. <laughs> he said this to her. Yeah. So this this was your losing Virginia. Not really, honey, but I love guy, you. With this guy in Vegas. Yeah. Showing you the craps table. Yeah. Invented by Elizabeth Fish. <laughs> there is no relationship more secure than me and my wife's. With her letting me go to Vegas, like there's, you know how some wives are like, well, I don't want you going to the strippers and meeting hookers and burger. <laughs> Listen, I am all business down there. I go down there yeah. and I go to gamble, to have yeah. drinks, and to eat nice food, and that's it. I we haven't talked, we haven't pre-talked about this since you got back. No. But- not only is your wife secure, I'm so secure that not one question or thing that I have written down yeah. in this document even brings up strippers or hookers because I knew you would just look at me and go, I, I, I have no, why would I, why would I, why would I do that? Yeah. I'm too busy. Yeah. I, so I, I'm also with your wife on that one. Yeah. Go. Um, uh, so I fell in love with craps. I very rarely ever played blackjack ever again when I was down Interesting. there. So okay. this trip uh, that I went recently, so it had been since before COVID since I'd been to Vegas. Oh, wow. It, yeah. yeah, it's been a spell, uh, 2019. Um, and so I was very excited. I went with our last guest. Clayton. Yes. Yeah, our restaurant tour. Yeah. Um, and he learned that I'm all business when I'm in Vegas. Like, was this your first trip with Clay? It was, well, uh, it's the third trip that he's been around me in Vegas. Third. Like, but the first time it was just me and Like one on one. Okay. Yeah. So he learned that, like, dude, I'm here to play craps and have drinks. And like, that's it. And, uh, and he had to, uh, <laughs> he had to learn that. Because <laughs> he wanted to go to the restaurant tour well, trade shows. I think, and, he wanted and... to, <laughs> I think he wanted to go play some poker and stuff. And I, I play poker for sure, but I didn't have time to go play poker. I see. Um, I, cause that's, that's just good gambling time. He took, he bought hockey tickets for me, yeah. which is, you know, okay. We went to the hockey game and he was very excited to go to the hockey game. Me, I'm not a big hockey fan and I viewed it as three hours that I could have been gambling. So he went alone. No, I went with Oh, you did? He bought the tickets. Okay. So, um, but, uh, we got there and I got there and, uh, Trip to the hotel. Check-in was a breeze. Can we say what hotel we're in? Yeah. This time I stayed at the Excalibur. And the reason I stayed there is because... So I got this email from uh, MGM Resorts. And they sent me an email with a bunch of free offers. But I failed to scroll down 
on the email to the better hotels and I just uh, looked at the first one they gave me and it was the Excalibur and I was just excited that they're giving me four free nights <laughs> and so I booked that right away now that being said Excalibur is not viewed upon as being the nicest hotel nope. but I tell you my hotel room was clean it was relatively close it was convenient and they were good so I was happy with it I learned that like 17 of the 32 clubs on the strip are all owned by two companies. Yeah, the MGM Corporation yep. and Caesars uh, Entertainment. Gaming. Caesars yeah. Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did know that. I learned that. And uh, Excalibur, obviously part of MGM. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Excalibur, part of MGM. I'm smart. Yeah, but then what you can do is you can go to other MGM properties. So I wanted to, because I'm like, I felt at, before I booked this trip, I'm like, I'm going to do some a good Vegas year here. I'm going to do some stuff. And so I'm going to try to give all my my food, like charge all my food to my room, okay. charge anything I get to my room, because then I would get the points accumulated under the their their player's card. Yeah. And so I did that, and I got I got quite a few, and plus all the gambling I did. That so just properties. really quickly walk us through what a player's card is for those so of us you, who so don't So you get do a this. player's card for a uh, thing, and it has tiers. You earn points based on your gambling, your spending at hotels, your spending at, at what, uh, uh, restaurants, gift shops, drinks, anything. And if you charge it to your room and, and, and or just give receipts and take it to the player's club and say, hey, I spent this, they will award you tier credits to earn to build up your status with their with their with their uh, hotels, and once you get to the next tier, they, it unlocks a bunch of perks, like more free rooms, better free rooms, free room upgrades, better parking, um, s- s- stuff like that. Just yep. uh, free free comps on food, free comps on drinks, uh, just a bunch of extra stuff that you can get. Um, so I wanted to kind of focus my play there. Now, here's where the wrinkle came in. Um, the wrinkle came in where the um, the gambling, I was there Super Bowl week. You were? Yeah. So apparently that's quite popular, of course. And Wait, was, was the Super Bowl in Vegas? The Super Bowl was in Vegas. Okay, that it was, su- it was that there. That Sunday. Okay. And so this was Super Bowl festivities leading up to that. So the price of minimums at the craps tables were actually quite high. At most places. So I started playing craps. True story. My very first time, I started playing on a $3 minimum craps table okay. back in the day. Uh, they bumped it to $5 and I was devastated. I'm like, how am I going to afford $5? Oh my God. <laughs> right? And then comfortable with $5. Then they bumped it to 10 Ooh. as a minimum. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Like, same conversation just with $10. Yeah. And now they've bumped it to 15 Now when you go 10 to 15 or 5 to 10 or 10 to 15 they've increased the... The gambling cost by 50%. Yes. That's a lot. Twice. Twice. Yeah. But the, that, that first one took a long time. Though. Yeah. But now it's $15. So I was searching for $10 tables, and I couldn't find them. And so I'm like, there's only one solution here. I want to, sp- I want to get as many points as I can with these guys, but you're not playing ball. And so what do you do? We go to downtown Vegas. So we went to Fremont Street. <laughs> yeah. And they've got... A brand new resort that opened in October 2020 on Fremont Street. And I walked in, and within 10 minutes, I looked at Clayton and I said, This is my favorite place ever in Vegas. Really? Yeah. I think I love it. What What was the name? It's called Circa. It's brand new, built from the ground up. It's the first new 
ground up hotel on Fremont Street since 1980. And the guy who owns it, a guy named Derek Stevens, and he owned two smaller casinos on Fremont Street, and he decided to build this big one. And he built it to his specifications of what he likes. He likes gambling. Mm-hmm. He likes good drinks. Mm-hmm. He likes sports. That's what he likes. Guess what? That's yeah. That's what I like. That's that's Corban. Yeah. That, that's exactly what I like. Yeah. And so he, you walk into this place, and the first thing you see is the for, oh, and it's uh, over twenty one. So now you have to get. This doesn't make sense, but it doesn't make sense. Let me explain. The they they ID you. You can't get into the building unless you show that you're over twenty one. Right. Why this is good is because uh, kids can't get in. There's mm-hmm. no families here. No bullshit families. Okay. The second thing is security, because everyone that's in there has now been had their ID scanned, and they know everyone who's in, everyone who's out. Yeah. So it's super fucking safe. Okay. So you feel safe in there. Good. Okay. So you walk in and they have, and I'll show you pictures of this later. And I'll, maybe I'll put these pictures on the, on the yeah. radical we'll app. We'll put them up. Have a look at them. Um, the mega bar. It's called the mega bar. It's the longest bar, indoor bar in Nevada. Ooh. And it goes down like 200 feet. More than that. Probably. It's huge. And it's got bar top games and flare bartenders and they're flipping bottles and it's fucking cocktail. They're just cocktailing the whole thing. They're cocktailing the whole thing and they make great drinks. Not good drinks. Great drinks. Really? Yes. And so that's off. And often you can find Derek Stevens sitting at the mega bar. He wasn't there when we were there but apparently often he will be there. He just goes and hangs out at his hotel. He hangs out at his own hotel because this is what he made it for. He didn't make it for the players. (laughs) He didn't make it for... (laughs) He wanted his hotel. He made it for himself. This is what I like and this is what I want. Hmm. So, Mega Bar, amazing drinks, okay? okay? Second thing is music blaring. Not just playing, blaring in there and good music. And so Give me an example very, of good music. Good Well, they did play a lot of Prince. When I was, was going to say Russian Prince? Yeah. They played yeah. they played a lot <laughs> just, of Prince. Just Russian Prince. Yep. Um and so blaring though. Like it's a it's a party vibe. Like they try to pick up the party vibe, okay? Dealer minimums or table minimums? Guess what I found? 5? No. Oh. A ten dollar crap table, ten craps. and I played my face off of that ten dollar <laughs> crap. Okay, and I played two different days down there, and because it costs, you know, give like, me give me an hour number of the time at that table alone. I probably played five hours at that table in over the course of two days. No, each day, each or each day. Oh, and and if I was staying downtown, and I did, if I didn't have Clayton with me, yeah. it would have been all day, and I wouldn't have left. Amazing. Um, second thing they have at this this uh, hotel is. The Circa Sportsbook. My God, this place is the biggest indoor sportsbook in the world. And a sportsbook is the following. Uh, It's the biggest screen I've ever seen. (laughs) It's three stories high. There's seating down low, and then there's the main entry, and then there's a balcony up top. Upper tier. And it goes all three heights. And it's multiple screens showing multiple sports. And then on the side, they show all the odds of everything. They even got sections for the the Circus Twitter feed. Hmm. And it's insanity. And you go there and watch any game, and it's amazing. So you bet your tickets. You make some sports bets. You have some drinks. You watch the game there. It's going to be Are you getting free drinks there, too, at that bet level? If you sports bet, you get free drinks. You still do, eh? Man. If you bet anything, you'll always get drinks. Oh. Um, So in May, 
guess what I'm doing? I'm, I'll tell you about that after. Tell, remind okay. me to tell you what Go I'm doing. Okay. Next thing. Yeah. This is where they win. They win. Okay. The next thing is um, they have what's called Stadium Swim. They have created the greatest pool in Las oh. Vegas. And it's got artificial grass so you don't burn your feet on like hard Ooh, like hot payment. Yeah. Yeah. They've got heated pools for year round. They've got this stadium feel to it where you're kind of progressing down with multiple pools going down to the front. They've got an outdoor casino that you can play at while you're at the pool. Okay. And guess what? They have another giant fucking screen playing sports. Outside? Outside at the pool. It is magnificent. What? And they're playing loud music. And when they're not playing loud music, they're playing the sports stuff. The sports games? Yes. And it's fantastic. Oh God. Is this, this is, is this a you is this is this you coming back from the future to create a hotel for you? This is like Biff Tannen. Yeah. In part this two. Is, this, this is what like, it feels like. This is if I got that sports almanac. Yeah. And I created that casino, except 20, I wasn't such a cunt. The 2015 Sports Almanac. Yes. So you said, you know what, I'm, so 40 years from now, you said, you know what, now that I'm a billionaire, I'm going to go back in time to Fremont, and I'm going to build the hotel of 2024 Corbin's dreams. Yeah. His first one back. Did you see this guy? Like, do you know what he looks like? Yeah, I know what he looks like. Oh, is it you? But, Does he look like you? Uh, no, he doesn't look like oh. me. Okay. But I would like to very much meet him. Hmm. So uh, anyway, went down, Circa, greatest thing ever. Uh, ever it's so so effing nice there circa they've got good food places they've got great bars the bars are amazing multi-level casino it's just so nice uh that's that, that's the place right there you got it on your yeah look, oh, is that the is that the screen that's the stadium oh my screen right god there. yeah you're not lying are you no i'm not lying I'm that not is dude i'm not messing around that is a gigant and this is the one over the pool that's just the pool that is a, that is a big ass television screen yeah I'm going to say that is 100 feet by 40 feet. It's very big. Is that fair? I think it's even bigger, but that's just me. That is a... Look at that right at the top. They said water temperature is 98 degrees. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They're not messing around. Oh, and there's... Is that the, that's the inside screen. That's the inside that's screen. Evil, that's twice the size of the outside screen. Yeah. It's huge. Wow. You can see the size of the people. Look at the size of the people at the bottom yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. This is how big this place is. There's the tears. So, uh, yeah, Circa Hotel. Yeah. Go ahead and sponsor us. Yeah. Circa Hotel. Please sponsor <laughs> Radical Apathy. That's so, but you didn't, you stayed at the Excalibur on the Strip. Yeah. Came downtown, went to Circa two days in a row. Yeah. So, first night, I was like, okay, I can't play these, these tables. Let's go downtown. Yeah. Discovered Circa. Was in heaven. Second day... Uh, so we, came, we went back. Um, second day, I want to, a couple things I did. First off, I went and got. I've been wanting to go to this deli, like a, 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 a full blown Jewish deli. That's your, that's your sandwich deli, your best day ever. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So I got the sandwich, and it was amazing. The Reuben sandwich, pastrami Reuben on rye, mm-hmm. amaze balls. You sent me pictures. I did see. It looked pictures. great. Yeah. 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 My green bubble friends weren't working when I was down there. So I had to send it to you after I got back, unfortunately. Yeah. I, yeah. I had to wait. But, you know, it, it was a good looking sandwich. I was getting your messages, but you weren't getting mine. I was using Android's a better phone than iPhone. No. It's because I was using <laughs> a, uh, I was using an eSIM for data. Mm. Uh, 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 so when I travel to the States, instead of paying $15 a day, which your carrier wants you to pay to use your phone normally, yeah. I pay $10 for an eSIM that just replaces data. And does the whole thing. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and But I can still, it still delivers to my phone. So it's actually really nice. So I get stuff, but, uh, and then I can message iPhones just fine, but I can't message Androids. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
so got the deli and started doing some gambling on the machines. So the craps machines down there, so which are super cheap. So those are just, you know, you play some super cheap craps machines and then you have some drinks. That was nice. And you get your drinks and then you get, you get, you start your day that way. And then that second day we, uh, did that for most of the day. I went to, uh, the Luxor casino, which is next door to Excalibur. Yeah. And they had a $10 table. And I rolled for 45 minutes. My roll was 45 minutes long, Tanner. So let me explain the game of craps to you. Well, you don't have to because I'm quite aware of what uh, craps is. So the, when you roll, yeah. let me explain it to you, okay. Corbin. You explain it to me. When you roll, yeah. the, uh, you have a pedal under the table. <laughs> so what happens, everybody, is in craps, they have the big spinning thing. Okay, you're all wrong and, so far. Hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. keep going. This is right. And they put the ball in, in the spinning thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, people just think that the spinning thing goes on its own uh, force and then stops. But what actually, there's pedals, uh, like old sewing machine pedals under the table. Yeah. And the player is is tapping with their foot. And whoever is betting the most money gets gets the bigger pedal. And then they decide when to stop pedaling. Thus, the circle thing stops. And the ball lands on the colored uh, symbol. It's trying to explain half gambling, half rumple stillskin. Well, it is, this is your card. I'm just walking you through. Okay, so this is how you really play craps. Okay, there's numbers. So if, there's two dice. Okay, yep. dice. And it's the dice one where you see on TV they're like lucky seven, and you, they throw it and they're like woohoo, and they cheer when a seven comes. Yeah, yeah. That's the opposite of what this game is about. Okay, the seven is the worst number you can possibly in craps. Have. In craps. So why is everyone awful. so excited to get seven? It's, you, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, okay. Because because here's the idea. Every dual side of a dice. Every opposite sides of the dice equals seven. So if there's a five on one side, there'll be a two on the opposite side of the dice. Right. One, six, three, four. Okay. Thus making 36 combinations of dice rolls, six ways to roll a seven, the highest amount. Okay. So on the table, you have a four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. And that's what we're really looking at, those big numbers. You roll the dice to get one of those numbers. That makes that the point. Right. You're simply there. Now gambling that they're going to roll the point before they roll a seven. And if they keep, and then you can bet other numbers on top of that. And if they roll those numbers before they roll a seven, you get paid and those bets stay up there. They just and, keep rolling. And yeah. And they pay you odds. So, um, there's only three ways to roll a four and a 10, right? Versus yeah. six ways to roll a seven. So they pay you two to one if you bet on the four and 10. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So you can have money up there forever as long as you don't roll a seven but you roll a seven everything gets wiped away so seven is a bad thing seven is a terrible thing why do they keep making the seven a good thing was there was there a texan with a cowboy hat there because um, every crap table I've ever seen uh, on TV or movies, there's a Texan with a cowboy hat. I didn't see a Texan with a cowboy hat because I was at the trendier Fake places. News. Oh, yeah. Is there a Texan with a beret? Circa doesn't uh, like people with cowboy hats. Oh, okay. Because they play the rock and roll music there. <laughs> was that a Texan accent? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Okay, fair enough. Go on. Um. Well, anyway, I went to the Luxor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I got a question. Go. Uh, who decides... Whom is rolling the dice and when okay. that stops? Okay, perfect. So, great question. There's 10 people you. that you can pack on a table. Okay, 10 spots or eight spots. So, 10 people. No, sorry, 10 spots. And, or no, eight spots. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a roller coaster <laughs> eight already. Eight spots yep. per side okay. of the table, 16 total players. Okay. okay. And it goes clockwise. Okay. If it's my turn, I roll until I hit that seven out 
and everything gets wiped away, and then it goes to the and next man, guy. And the next person. Yeah. So you were rolling dice for 40 minutes. I didn't roll a seven for 45 minutes. Wow. And in the meantime, I'm making money on my bets. I'm spending five, And everybody six, else eight, is making money on everybody you. Everybody else is making money. So everyone money. really likes you. Everyone loves a good shooter. Yeah. So I was making money on the five, six, eight, and ten, or five, six, eight, nine. And I was making tons of money on that. And I'm pressing my bets, pressing my bets. And I made, so I played at that table for, I don't know, three hours or whatever. And until they jacked the minimum on me to 15, I stopped playing then. Ooh. But uh, I did that. And I won 700 on that table wow. in that session. Uh, night before at Circa, I won 300. Um, at the craps machines, I was winning a ton. Yeah. Uh, so I was up there. Uh, second... Okay, so let's go second day. So we did Luxor, then we did that, yeah. uh, and then we went to uh, a nice steak dinner at a nice high-end steakhouse. Okay. Um, so we did that, and that was very nice. Which What kind of steak did you get? I got a 27-day dry-aged... Oh, the dry? Dry-aged mm-hmm. New York strip. Bone-on. Yeah, have to. And it was insanity. It was, about, it was $69 American. Fry that in butter? They there was butter on it, yeah, and yeah. So yeah. I had that with some French onion soup and a couple sides, a couple cocktails. It was yeah. magical. It's good, great fucking meal. Yeah, it's a good meal. Then we went to the Oilers game again. I went there for my my buddy, and uh, they yeah. they really lost that game, didn't they? They lost three to one. I think yeah. it was, which whatever. Like yeah, yeah. Was, Clay- was Clayton excited? You know what? I'm if Clayton ever comes back on the show. I think I'll we'll let debrief? him. I'll, okay. I'll yep. let him explain we'll to you okay. how his uh, I, Oilers game experience. Because part of me, part of me, I, I want people to understand your love of Vegas, but I also would love to hear just a just a independent witness to corroborate or not about how bad I am about Corbin and Vegas. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So then after that, we just played locally. Whatever. Actually, we walked down the strip. We checked out all the the, the uh, Super Bowl people. Were, or CBS Sports was building a giant stage for the Super Bowl broadcast. Yeah. Right at the Bellagio Fountains. Yeah. And so that was really cool. So we got to look at that. And then we just played some random stuff. And then the night ended. No big deal. Okay. Got some free drinks. I think I lost some money that day. Okay. Uh, next day, on fire. Circa again. And the downtown Grand, which is another Derek Stevens property, on fire. I won seven hundred again at that table. Gee, good for you. I won another four hundred at the other table. Like I was just rolling like my face off. It was fantastic. And then played some, you know, bubble craps on the machines, which oh, just so much craps. And I, I, and I felt bad for my my uh, my brother in law a little bit because I'm like, okay, so maybe he wants to play poker. Maybe I'll take him to a poker room and then I'll just play craps at the casino where he's playing poker and then for some reason and i think it was probably the amount of booze that he had he just would not stay at a a poker table he just kept leaving the poker table just getting up and walking away yeah he was he was more transient than i was (laughs) and so well let me so i'm going to segue off that because i want to talk about my poker game that i did sure um i Oopsie. I have because i've played video games my whole life yeah i i don't get the rush off gambling because uh, okay. I, I, I was born and raised with a certain influx of numbers and flashing lights and excitement from video games that it's elevated my intake to a point where what I would see or do on gambling doesn't hit it for me. Okay. So I blame video games for not having me have a gambling addiction. But um, it's still fun to... It's a fun game. You know, yeah. It's, it's, Fun to screw around. Yeah. But I, I say that more so because I, I really don't have a lot of knowledge in the game. Like, I understand the rules, the basics, and I can sit to it. But 
like the the secrets and the the how tos and the what to watch for and all that kind of. Stuff. I have no idea. Okay. So uh, a friend of mine uh, by the name of John. Uh, who uh, side note has their own podcast called Average Superior? Average Superior, uh, and um, at some point down the road, we're going to be sharing uh, some time with. We're going to uh, go on their podcast with their podcast. Try and get them on ours. Little 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 two way action there. Mm. Uh, but John and I were in Vegas for uh, another person's bachelor party, and John is much better at the gambling pokering than I am, and he had signed up for a tournament. Okay, and I believe it was Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. So we signed up for a poker tournament there, and it was only like 80 bucks. Okay. And it was going to go for, I mean, three, four hour, however long you're in it for. Uh, and other people were doing other stuff, which I didn't really want to go do. He's like, well, I got free free booze. Come sit me here. So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever. Fuck, it's 80 bucks. So I went with them. First time I've ever done anything like that. Walked in, uh, signed, my, signed my name, gave them my money. They gave me my little, my little chips, mm-hmm. and we go sit at a table. And they're, they're big 12-man uh, tables. Yeah, 12, no, 10. 10 or 9. And, well, you weren't quite sure about the craps tables either. You can't. You can't well, in, actually, in Vegas, I, in it was Vegas, a big one. They actually play nine or eight now. Okay, they, they don't usually. Ten is rare, actually, in, in Vegas. It was, it was bigger than the table that I see at our local casino, like the big sit down one. The big sit down ones in Vegas. Okay, I, yeah, and I hear you know what? Go ahead. Thirty people. Yeah, thir- one hundred yeah. people sitting. Hundred people were at this table. Okay, and there was probably a half a dozen tables. So uh, I'm at one end okay. of the table, and John's at the far other end. Okay, so we're just looking straight at each other. Uh, first couple of hands go by, and I'm just I'm just folding because it's it's uh, hold them. Yep. So I'm just I'm just throwing it. Whatever. I'm just kind of walking the table, and it's it's your usual middle afternoon Vegas crowd. There's a couple of Corbins. There's John and myself. Two or three 99 year old Asian dudes. Yeah. Um, and so we're just sitting there, and, and everyone's pretty quiet. Uh, the table beside or this chair beside me was open. Okay. And it was open for like the first three hands. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's just more elbow room for me. And then I can hear the bustle behind me. <laughs> and I, this this gruff, like probably late 50s fucking douche nozzle comes walking in. Ta- oh, yeah. He takes off his jacket. He's, I mean, he's the, he's the guy that has some money, probably a couple divorces under his belt. And this is where he goes to think see that he's cool. Like that kind of guy. We have a name for that guy. What is it? Peter Poker. Peter. Oh, yeah. Because he, he knows poker really well. Yes. And he'll tell you about it. He did. That's exactly who this yeah, was. That's, this Peter. Is, that's okay. Peter Poker. So you, Peter, met, you met Peter. I've, I've now, I'm very well known to Peter. So Peter comes and sits down beside me. Same thing. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, just talking about himself. And I'm like, ah, fuck. And, and John, I can see John across the table just, just kind of chuckling at me. Now that I got this douche nozzle sitting beside me. So we, we continue playing. couple hands. Uh, I think I lose one. And I'm just kind of... Being a little smart alecky, I'm, I'm, I'm playing up the fact that I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so it comes around, and this is, and he maybe is two hands in. Like it was pretty quick. So two hands in, he comes around, and I get pocket aces. Oh yeah. And they drop. Uh, cause I think I had four of a kind. So two aces must come up oh. on the river. Oh. So I know I won. Yeah. I know enough of poker to say, okay, well, no one's beating. No one's this beating hand. this. So, but is the, is someone dumb enough to bet into you with with no without an ace? Right. So I so it comes around and I go, oh yeah, okay, I'll I'll call. As soon as I called, the ninety nine year old Asian dude looked at me. He's like, I fold. He's out immediately. He's like, I'm not. like <laughs> I, you he, played he one knew. hand the whole time. He knew what's going on. But fucking Peter Poker beside me. Yeah. Here's what happens. He goes, oh yeah, I'll I'll be in. And I this was a gen, genuine mistake on my part. I thought it was my turn. 
And so instead of razzing the pot and getting it super excited, I was going, oh, I'm just going to check and let somebody else think that maybe I'm fucking around, right? That's okay. my head. Okay. So, so I'm like, it comes around and yeah. I go, oh, I check. And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, it's not your turn. Oh. And I said, oh, okay. Because I generally thought it was, but it wasn't. Okay. okay. And he looks at me. He kind of sighed. He's like, all right, all in. And he pushes all in. And I go, and I and in my head, I'm like, oh, you dumb fuck. I have <laughs> your balls now. And and so I, I, and then I start to play it up. So then I. Oh, there's no reason to play it up at this point. Well, no, but because I wanted to, I wanted him to feel like he got fucked. Okay. So I then, I straighten up and I look at him and I say, sure. Yeah, I'll go all in. And I smile at him. So now that he thinks I did it intentionally, okay, because I wanted him to feel like I fucked him over, okay. So then he's he's so I go, yeah, I'll go, I'll go all in. And he looks at me and he's like, what? And then I just I, I put down the two cards. I don't take my eyes off him. I just stare him in the face and I smile. And John's sitting across the table, thinking I did this intentionally. He's like, holy fuck, Tanner's the greatest fucking card player in the world. And the whole table was like, holy shit. Because they're like, this kid just fucked this guy out of the whole game. And he's looking at the cards because he had nothing. Right? And and she drops. She's like, yeah, perfect. So I, I took the whole pot. He loses his goddamn mind. <laughs> he fucking stands up. He's fucking cussing. He grabs his chair and kicks it and grabs his jack and he marches off uh, to, I don't know, if he, I, don't, I don't even know if he did buy back in because he never came back to our table. And like John's looking at me like, holy shit, I didn't know the, and I'm just, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm taking, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. In my mind, I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, but the problem is, so that felt really great. That moment, getting, getting Peter Poker out of the game yeah. with two hands in and making him think I did it intentionally was a great feeling. However, downside to that. Yeah. 99 year old Asian man. Yeah. Then targeted me. And two hands later, I was out. Because <laughs> he just looked at... I think he's the only one at the table that knew this dumb shit has no idea what he's doing. And then two hands later, I was out. He had yeah. me gone. So, but for that moment, it felt pretty great. It felt great for a second. Though. Yeah. That's my poker story. Yeah. Peter Poker, the worst. I had a... Ready for this? Yeah. I was uh, in my local casino a couple months ago. Me and a buddy named Sean. And uh, we're sitting at the same table. And there's a guy on the end. And he's a mute. Okay. Okay. Like legit mute, like doesn't talk. And he types into his phone and shows people what he wants to say or types things into <laughs> things, shows the dealer what he wants to say. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know why. And this is, pro- this is so irrational. Sure. I'm like, stop being lazy. You fucks. Say something. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. Hold on. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. Okay. Is he choosing not to say anything, or can he not speak? I don't understand how mute works. So, <laughs> so, so let's just chalk this up to ignorance, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, lazy, lazy mute people. Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. So he loses two pots, and he gets mad, yeah. physically mad, and he throws his chips into the middle like i made a throwing gesture to Tanner yeah. just now and he pushes him in really aggressively and the fucking dealer's like oh like yeah all right asshole. now i gotta clean yeah. up your shit and i look at him i go hey i don't care if you can't fucking say anything <laughs> don't splash the pot like that only assholes do it and he looks at me and i <laughs> and you could tell i wanted to know if i could get him angry enough that he would say something oh so you're, you're so you're testing this, this well i wanted to at first I, I was serious about the message yeah that well, was a dick yeah, move. that's a dick move this don't person is just working don't fuck their work day up yeah and 
I was wondering, man, can I get this guy so mad that he'll actually say something to me? <laughs> he overcomes his mutism. <laughs> if he, what, if I cure, what if I cure him? <laughs> what if I cure the guy? Okay. You know? Yeah. He didn't say anything. <laughs> did he leave was that did he have to leave after no he stayed he kept buying in and oh, it happened okay. again and i'm like i look at him and he's like looking at me like you pushed it in again he lost two pots and i said it after the second time oh okay like i was upset the second time <laughs> and i probably wouldn't have said anything if, if my buddy sean wasn't there but i did yeah sean's a big dude yeah so. well um i i uh, i appreciate that i think one thing that i learned about casinos in vegas yeah that i didn't i didn't actually i mean i guess if you think about it logically it makes sense but one thing i never actually noticed before uh, and that makes me sad uh casinos don't actually have vaults what yeah are you sure yeah i think they do so they have like holding areas but at the end of the day on on cash out they collect from like two to three in the morning and they pull it into the the holding area and then it's picked up by the brinks truck well, and that's fine. Well, I thought so. Okay, so here's the thing. I actually thought, and this might be just the Ocean's Eleven in me, and, yeah. and just conjecture over the years. I yeah. thought they had to have uh, every dollar covered for every chip they have in play in the casino. Because if someone wins, they yeah. have to pay that out immediately. They can't wait for the bank to come to them. Because it's, but it's all digital now. And I, so yeah, but, you're right. No, but like, payouts are cash. Yes, but I there there is a delivery because I that's I was surprised and I was doing some investigative journalism, uh, and yeah, like a lot of like, managers of of from Bellagio to Mandalay Bay to New York, New York, they they say yeah, no, it's we don't, it's it's gone by the end of the day. Well, so over, do you think that's over and above what they need to have required for every chip and play? I don't know. I was just sad that there's no vault that I can go because, steal from. Because if some high roller rolls in and he wins a ton of fuck money at you know whatever, yeah, he's going to want it. He's going to want it when he wants to cash out. Yeah. You have to have it. But is there a certain float that after a while they just say, "Okay, we're cutting you a check, or we'll, we'll send it to you electronically. Give us your email." You don't, and you don't know when one of those machines is going to hit their grand, and it's going to be like one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they're going to be like. Give that. Yeah, I want that money. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I. I, I, You know what? Maybe we'll do a little bit more searching in there. But something that threw me off. Um, that made it feel weird a little bit. But so you did your two days. Yeah. You got your your. I I don't want to know the number. Okay. But up or up or down. Uh. So after uh all hotel fees. Uh, Because you have to pay like taxes. Yeah, all all costs. Yeah, everything. After food, drinks, taxis, uh, everything, all incidentals, I was up uh, like 600 bucks. Oh, good. Or whatever, 500 bucks. You're in the black. In cash. You're in the black. Yeah. What tier are you? So for MGM, well, that's the problem because I I, I ditched MGM halfway through and I went to the Circa. Right. Circa is not really good for their second tier, so I'm not trying to get to their second tier. But I do want them to give me free room offers, so I, because I want to stay there forever. Um, but I got uh, both two thirds of the way through the first tier at MGM, okay, which is I more than I and and then the following week I got an email from a casino host from MGM saying, and so casino hosts usually go and meet the people, yeah, an actual, yeah, yeah, and they and they say, hey, listen. I will be your casino host, your personal point of contact for when you want to come to Vegas. The next time you want to come, message me 
and I will come up with a, the best deal at the best place that I can get for you. Oh, really? Yeah, which is really, like, I, it's contradicting to what I want, because I want that at the Circa. And I don't want that at that's MGM. That's all nine MGM resorts. All of them, yeah. Interesting. So I wouldn't necessarily get free rooms at all of them, but I would get discounts at all of them. Yeah, but if, I mean, if we're talking about between the Aria, the Bellagio, the Cosmopolitan, New York, New York, who cares? Yeah. Right. Like, if, you're, if one of them's free, you're yeah. go to the free one, right? Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. This? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was a good trip. That I sounds like a, that's a, a great fun time. trip. And then uh, I went gambling with my wife last night. At, at our local casino? At our local casino. Okay. And I played some blackjack. Uh-oh. And I was up $280 on blackjack last night. Oh, hey. Yeah. So you I, made use... a, I made a, what I call a chip cock. Okay. <laughs> and that's when you have two small stacks yep. side by side. Yeah. And then a really long stack in between them. You want to see it? Yeah. Show me your chip cock. I'm going to show you the chip cock. Um, while you look for the chip cock, I'm yeah. going to give you a little bit of trivia. Okay. What was the first movie uh, where the setting of the movie takes place in Las Vegas? The first movie where the f- setting takes yeah. place? Not, uh, not necessarily filmed there, but the first one where the setting of the movie takes place in Vegas. What's the first movie? The original Ocean's Eleven, maybe? Uh, no. It was a 1936 drama called Boulder Dam, Boulder which Dam. is now uh, Hoover Dam. Oh, look at that little chipcock. Yeah. So we ha- what we're looking at here is we have uh, two stacks of chips. Uh, side by side. Representing the balls. Representing two balls. Yeah. We have a much longer uh, centered stack yeah. uh, supported by the two bottom stacks. Yes. Thrusting its way up into the air. Yeah, good word. By an, uh, an average. I mean, that's a seven and a half, in, eight inch. In defiance of gravity itself. Yeah. Which with full, I mean, it helps that the 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 chips are red and orange. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, but there's also, I noticed you have a, a white $1 one right at the base. Yeah, that's the cum. Is that the anus? Oh, that's the... That's the cum that That's the sperm. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm I'm, uh, I'm snipped, so I don't have a whole lot coming on. I thought that was the anus of the... Oh, no. Where the balls connect? No? No, there's none of that. It's a very phallic... Do, do people make note of your phallic chips? Actually, uh, this is the first time I've ever made a chip cock before. Oh. And I... Uh, it's because your wife I, was with you? Yeah, I did it, and I thought it was funny. You and were I just laying it, the groundwork? I sent it to my friend Darren, because I thought he would think it would be funny. And uh, that's that. Okay, Chipcock. I'm glad you're. I'm glad. I'm glad you're finding ways to express yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boulder Dam. Boulder Dam was the Boulder name of the Dam. Movie? 1936. What was the movie about? Uh, well, Rusty Noonan was a mechanic in Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, and during an altercation with his boss, he accidentally kills the man. Oh. And after fleeing Detroit, he finds himself in Las Vegas, as one would. And he befriends a woman named Anne, uh, who helps him find work on the construction of Boulder Dam, which we now call Hoover Dam. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, uh, Rusty sees the error of his past behaviors and sets to change himself. Oh yeah. So he, just, so he turned himself in. Yeah. Uh, I no, I don't think oh, he does. No, as, of course not, because that would be the only as much description thing. as I could find with the movie. No, he just he he says, you know what? I'm not going to attack people in self defense anymore and kill them. But I think he's an asshole too. Like in the movie, like he it's it's 1936. So he's like slapping the woman around all the time. And yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, you know, don't look at me, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, you know, I shouldn't be beating women this way. Yeah. yeah see. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. They they provide things. <laughs> So that's my best Detroit okay. accent. What else um, you got? What else you got? Well, let me go through my. Uh, I got my quick, quick hammer questions for you. Oh, okay, let's go. Um, best and worst hotel to stay at in Vegas. 
Hobble best and worst hotel that I have stayed at in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, well, you, okay. yeah, you would know. Yeah. So the worst hotel I've stayed at in Las Vegas was the original Imperial Palace. Before it's the Link now. It's there's nothing there. Yeah. It's okay. and it's been renovated since, but it was the Imperial Palace, and it was a fucking dive. Okay. Uh, best hotel I've stayed at. Yeah. Um, I say the best that I've stayed at my f- best or my favorite. Hmm. What's the difference? Is there a difference between best and favorite? Yeah. Okay. F- favorite has more nostalgia. Into okay. It, but what's best, the best one? was Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace. Okay. Yeah. Um, before I get into my last five, do we have a top five? I got a top five. Okay. Uh, best place to gamble. Now is, is now is now the circa. That one. Now is the circa. It's not even close. Uh, best show. Best show I've seen ever, and I will tell anybody who goes to Vegas to go see this show. It's called Absinthe. I've seen it twice. It's phenomenal. It is a wonderful show. Yes. Yeah. It's if if you don't get offended, then this is the show for you. Even if you do, and it's tight. Even if it's you do, go get, a, go get offended. Yeah, go get offended. It's it is a it is a wonderfully produced. And it occurs show. in a Spiegel tent that's yeah. outside of uh, that was imported from Germany. Yeah. That outside of Caesar's Palace, and I went to it on a whim, and I think I've seen it three times now. Yeah. I love it. Well, we've gone twice. It's it's a great show. And I've, uh, I, that's the right answer. And I've gone to another show by those people who put that on. It was called Opium. It's no longer available, but that was sensational. And then this next trip, and I've got another one in July. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> oh, we're 2024, the comeback kid. Here we go. That I'm going to make, uh, not make, I'm going to ask my wife to go with me to. Oh. Uh, and it's called Atomic Saloon. So it takes place in an Old West saloon that they've built. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm going to go to that. I, I like, like their that. shows. Okay, yeah, uh, I mean, but yeah, Absinthe is the best show I've seen. Absinthe is a great show. Uh, what is one secret tip or trick you always do when in Vegas? Okay. So it doesn't always work. Okay. But one thing I always do when checking in at the front desk, I always ask the person. I take my credit card and I have a folded up $20 bill. And I always ask them, is, and I put it on the table for them to see, and I say, is there any room, a complimentary room upgrades available? And if they take the 20, I usually get a free room upgrade. Okay. And if I don't get the, if, I, if they don't give one to me, I take the 20 back and businesses usually. Have they ever taken the 20 and not given you a room upgrade? No. Okay. No, they know how it works. <laughs> oh. They know how it works. Is a 20 enough or should you be dropping a, a 50? No, 20 is good. Oh, okay. I guess it's going in their pocket. Yeah. Good to know. Something to try. Yep. Uh, weirdest thing you have ever seen in Vegas? Oh, weirdest thing I've ever seen in Vegas. Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I saw... I, <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm trying to think here. Okay. So, <laughs> this is when... It's not the weirdest, but it's the funniest. Sure. Okay. And this yeah. is when I was younger. I wasn't as socially aware of better conduct. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice yeah. what you're saying. I wanted to be entertained by funnier things. So there was this homeless guy. Okay. Okay. And I was gambling, and me and my buddy were gambling at this this thing, and he wanted us to get him a free drink. Okay. And he said to us, so it's more of the funniest thing that I saw in Vegas. And he said to us, dude, you do a free drink. He goes, I'll do a backflip for you right here. And we said, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Do us a, a backflip right here. We want to see this middle of the casino. Yeah. And this game gentleman 
tried a backflip oh, in the no. casino and he crashed and burned oh, no. and it was ugly and we're like oh and so we go like, oh, jeez are you okay he's like no i'm like we'll get you a drink buddy. <laughs> so <laughs> i've had uh this lady come up to us and this is when we weren't as like our budget was a lot more tight than it is now yeah and our vegas budget and it was me and the same guy and this lady comes up and she's in this prom dress and she's like she comes to us and she starts giving us a story about her and her husband moved here and they don't got any money. And we're talking, she's in like a prom dress <laughs> okay. and they don't got any money and she's not with her husband and she really needs a meal. Can you help me out with some food? And my buddy says to her, sure, we'll go take you to McDonald's right now. She goes, McDonald's? I ain't going to no McDonald's. And my buddy looks at her and goes, I guess you're not fucking eating then. <laughs> <laughs> and she was mad. She was offended in yeah, her prom dress. That you would take her begging to for money, and she was mad that we were thinking McDonald's. I don't know what she had in mind, to be honest with you. And and yeah, that you take her into happened? the like if <laughs> like if we took her for a better meal, would we have to sit with her? I think you would have to sit with her. Like what? Like what would happen there? Is is a meal? Is it? Is that colloquial terminism for a hooker? I don't think this one was a hooker. Okay. Was it like, hey, take me for dinner, wink, wink, in my dress? Uh, no. Like, I okay. think she was legit asking for food. I've been hit on by a hooker in Vegas before. What was, or not hit on or worked on. Yeah. Apparently, everyone hits on you because everyone, all the humans love Corbin. Yeah. Yeah. I can just keep rubbing that. Yeah. The, 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 the hookers just ask you, hey, you free tonight? You free? You single? You want? Hey, honey? And that just happens. <laughs> Do they bark at you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the, the hookers are good. Um, last question is... You're an actor. Yeah. If you had to run a one-man show in Vegas, what would it be? If I had to run it, like I'd be in the one-man show? It's you are. It is you. You're the one-man show. Yeah. What What would it be? What would the venue be? Okay, sorry. The question is, where would I do it? Sorry, the venue as in what would you be providing? Would it be a musical? Would it be a storytelling? Would it be yeah, it'd be a storytelling. A band? Would it be a straight-up comedy magic I'd, show? Yeah, it'd be a comedy storytelling thing. I think I'm pretty good at storytelling. Okay. So... I would do that. Where would you do it? If I had my choice, yeah, I could do it at the Circa, but obviously. Oh, okay. But they don't do shows because they're no bullshit. So I like them. Okay. I like them. They're no bullshit. There's no shows. There's no showgirls. There's no. Oh, I love that place. <laughs> so maybe I would do it at uh, Caesars. Caesars. Okay. Yeah. That's that's my Vegas questions. Yeah, I like it. I, um, like I have a, a a ghost story about the Luxor, but. Um, uh, I think we can skip it. So, yeah. I want to know about your top five. Yeah. Uh, are you ready? Top five things I did in Vegas. I love it. These are in no particular order. Okay, and sure. they're not really crazy. So, I'm going to start with the first one, which is obvious. Okay. So, they're in no particular order. First thing first, Circa. Going there for the first time, it's the greatest casino I've ever played at. Yeah, it's maybe the greatest. Circa. It's maybe the greatest resort I've ever been to. I love it there, okay, and I and I figured that out within ten minutes of going there. Everyone, everyone who listens, go to Circa. When we when we, when we go on the Average Superior podcast with yeah. the boys, they're 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 a little bit more inclined to 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 Vegas things. So okay, they'll be they'll be super interested. Yeah, yeah. How many times do you think? How many times have you been to Vegas? I've been to Vegas probably seven times. I've been to Vegas around 80 times. 80. 8-0. Wow. Like, that's how much I love this place. That's a lot. So there's only one person I know, maybe two, that 
that that I personally know that have out Vegas. That's me. the most. That's the most Vegas thing I know of anybody. Uh, yeah, they, these other two guys have out Vegas me considerably. Okay. The average superior boys down. have not done more. Than that's that. what I wanted to know. Yeah, if, no. I, if I out Vegas the you, the average you've superior, easily out Vegas the average superior boys. So I'm superior superior then. You are the most averagely superior to them. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. I appreciate that. Uh, so first thing first was uh, circa. Second thing, it was NFL week. Yeah. And so the NFL put on a convention type situation at one of the convention centers close to the football stadium called the NFL Experience. And I bought tickets to go and you go there and there's a lot of um, athletic drills that you can do that football people do that I wasn't <laughs> like, interested in. Like you're going to go on the field like and do you, stuff? You can go on the field and do uh, the throwing drills or catching drills or run a 40. And I'm like, I'm not yeah, interested. Why would you do that? The worst thing I could do is pull a hammy and not be able to get <laughs> Yeah, you're just going to get hurt by doing football shit. But I watched the, the event, so it was very new. cool. Uh, for you, they had this huge NFL Madden truck where people were oh. just competing in NFL crush some Madden. Vids. Some video games. Some vids. Vids. Don't hey. call it that. See the real world. Let's go play some video electronic games. Yes. yes. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, they had uh, player signings. They had uh, Lombardi trophies there. They had all the Super Bowl rings. They had uh, a replica NFL locker room uh, with all different jerseys <laughs> and stuff of, of your favorite players and stuff that I got pictures with. Yeah. They had uh, like... Um, uh, memorabilia and stuff like that. It was it was a really cool experience. Hmm. Yeah. And, and where was that? That was at the Mandalay Bay Convention Bay. Center. Uh you didn't run around, but you did partake in the things there. What was who was the most famous football player there? Uh when I was there? Yeah. I don't remember. So no one that famous. Because I didn't want to wait in line for that one. Oh, you gotta oh they're at the little table and you gotta go up and talk to them? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, I didn't, didn't want to wait in line for that. That takes too long. Yeah. Because yeah. again that's precious gambling time. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got chips and, and, got and, chips and, and pedals we got to push. Um, third thing, which I kind of already touched on, three. I had three 45-minute rolls. Yes. Two at Circa. Actually, no, I lied to you. One at Circa, one at the D downtown, which is also owned by Derek Stevens. The D. And which, again, they have a great bar in there called Bar Canada. Oh, really? And it's a Canadian-themed <laughs> bar. Okay. And it's awesome. So it's all sports related. It's so cool. Is it okay? Is it is it Canadian bar or is it like oh look at the the moose in the in the flannel up there with the syrup? No, it's better than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do like yeah. syrup and 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 meese, but yeah. yeah. And my third forty five minute roll was at the Luxor, where I won seven hundred bucks. So you did three over four. I thought you just did one. I had three. Oh wow. I was just you telling you day by day at the time, but I actually had three total. Oh, wow. So. That was magical. That's a good feeling. That's a, uh, there's no better feeling. It was so good. Um, the fourth thing is, and this was just by chance, okay? The Friday, so I, this is after we talked. The Friday, me and my sons were watching TV, and they announced that the WrestleMania pr- press conference was going to be in Vegas when, when I was there. While you were there. While I was there. And I'm like, that seems kind of cool. And so it was free to get in. Oh. We went to the T-Mobile Arena, and it was there. And, like, The Rock showed up and a bunch of other people, and they did, like, a press conference with stuff, and it was like a it was like a show. Like, are they, is the arena there? Like, is, do they go into the arena and talk, and you're all around? Yeah, it was like, half. Like, sorry, was, like a ring, I guess you'd say. Like no, no. Ring? No, it was, a, it was a stage, and it was a half bowl, a half bowl setup, and yeah. it was packed, and people were going crazy, and it was yeah, super fun. That's cool, and it was free to do. So there's nothing I like more than Vegas and free. Yeah, and uh, that was cool. That's cool. So we did that. 
And then the fifth thing that I did was just win fucking money, dude. Just get That money. was the best thing. So you came and, up. And six would be that sandwich. That sandwich is pretty bad. It was a good looking sandwich. I got two. I got two. Two different days I went. <laughs> it was so good. And guess what? At Circa, they also have a deli that's 24 hours that I'm going to go to. Their sandwiches are a little more expensive, but that's where I'm going to go get it. So are you going to stay at that hotel? Okay. So here's the thing. Yeah. So it's a little bit pricier right now because I'm still I haven't earned my free rooms there yet. Right. So what I'm doing is I'm staying at a sister property of Derek Stevens. He has three downtown. He has the D. He mm-hmm. has the Circa. And he has the Golden Gate. Golden Gate is actually the original uh, first hotel and casino to ever be in Las Vegas. Oh. And I've always wanted to stay there. So I booked nights there because nights were like twenty nine bucks a night. Oh wow. And so I booked it there, and I don't care. Wh- like it's going to be renovated no matter what, but I don't care what condition the room is in. <laughs> because guess what? I walk out the door of the, the Golden Gate, and guess what's right there? The Circa. That's correct. And so I could gamble at the Golden Gate, which I love the Golden Gate. Love it, love it, love it, love it. I just like this guy's properties. So hmm. that's what the second trip is going to be. And that's in May. That's in May. And so, yeah, so don't forget to throw out your what you want to see Corbin do yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, tweet uh, at to us. Partake. We want him, if you want him to bet everything on black seven not doing that then we can just say that just, just yeah. tell, tell definitely him not doing do. that definitely he, not he doing will that. do it and then he will post pictures of him doing it yeah that, <laughs> okay yes stay within reason <laughs> yeah no that'll be fun so i'm i'm glad you had i'm, I'm glad you got your vegas time oh I'm, so good I, yeah, I, i've got I, i've got niche now there, there's a nice thing about someone who who knows what they enjoy so well when they get the chance to do it why why does going? Why is going to Vegas such an important thing for you? And how does it? How does it? How does it work through with with moments of up and down? And and how does it work? Does let, me, it, let me tell you. Uh, at last week, our last show, we talked about depression with Clayton, and he had some really good points. Actually, I want to I want to highlight one of the points he said. Please do. It was that when he was talking about that uh, hockey team that put out that press conference, and it kind of downplayed the idea of mental health. Yeah, that really stuck with me. And I know, I know Clayton struggles with mental health, and I know I've had my issues as well. But when I go down there, it's like everything is free. Like everything is free. Like there's, you walk, I, I, I walk into that casino or that atmosphere, and there is no care in the world. I'm just at my most raw, and I soak, I just absorb everything that I love in, and there's no downside. Like losing is a downside. But yeah. I will rather lose in Vegas than not play here right does that make sense yeah so what if yeah. what if at the circa that big tv they took away all the sports and just put a specific television show on there every day uh if it was like the league i'd watch that yeah yeah that's good but if it was like i don't know days of our lives that'd be a little rough <laughs> I don't know if I can gamble the days of our lives. <laughs> well, that's, that's a, a, it's that's a, I, like, if days of our lives was on that big screen, it'd be yeah. like, bye bye erections. <laughs> <laughs> I, you wouldn't get any more chip uh, wieners. Chip, no, chip, no, there'd be no chip, chip erections. No more chip cocks. No chip cocks. Thank you. <laughs> chip wieners. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, that, that, that safe, pure zone. Yeah. If you call Nobody it. Nobody judges you in Vegas. Yeah. There's always someone weirder than you in Vegas. Yeah. There's always someone but worse off than you in Vegas. And no one cares. Like, I, I, I got to say, you know what? And I'm, when you, you hear me say Vegas, you probably think I'm stumbling around drunk. Bleh. You know what? I have drinks. Yeah. 
I never get drunk in Vegas. Yeah, well, it's game time, like you said. It's 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 a business transaction, yeah, and I'm and I'm, and I'm just enjoying myself. I have enough, and I hydrate with water. I'm not stumbling around. I I know exactly what I'm doing at all times. Like I just I I have a a pride about how I conduct myself down there. Yeah, I do do something to identify your safe space where you can have that feeling. Yeah, when you walk in. Yeah, yeah, have those. They're important to have. Yeah, find those for sure. Whatever and whatever it is, yeah. find it. I'm glad you have it. I'm glad. Uh, I uh, thank you for sharing. Yeah, I, I look forward to uh, uh, the nonsense people are going to have you do next time you go to Vegas. And yeah, that is uh, that is our Vegas special. And next, uh, the next uh, fortnight when our next one comes out, I think we're going to have uh, by gosh actual um, author. Oh, with us! Wow, that we're going to get to chat with. Um, so I'll be excited. We're going to get I'm to excited learn about, about um, yeah, the in depths of novellas and uh, cool books. And, and authors are always crazy alcoholics. And 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 are we going to the <laughs> alcoholic right? messes? Yeah, just yeah, yeah authors just, are they're always in yeah. Vegas. Alcohol oh. crazy monster people. So oh, of great. course. Yeah, I'm super excited. Question. Yeah. So are we going to uh, question this guest about being an author, or are we going to question the guest about? what they're authoring about yes okay sounds yeah. good i want to know if it's all on the table yeah uh, and before we go i have homework for you oh good um so what i uh have that i i wrote down somewhere do 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 i just saw uh, a, a note i made from our last episode with clayton where he talked about the dave matthews band and i still just hate them yeah it's going off a side note oh they're terrible just he lost me he lost me at that point you know <laughs> i'm not a big dave matthews fan in fact i hear that's the one song that i hate come on and i change the channel immediately yeah um so your homework uh, as per what you said when you start your one-man show in vegas yeah it's gonna be a comedy story i want you to create edits and prepare your opening comedy story joke that you will open with on this show that you do every day for seven days or six days a week. How much time do you think I have? Well, that's your homework. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying it has to be a 20 minute story. It can be a. It can be a five second opener joke. But you got to. You know, me, I give save, me the opening. You know, I save all that for our podcast anyway, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I have that for the openings of every but one you of gotta, our shows. But you got to give me the flair. You got to be like, um, I'm going to be the audience sitting in Vegas at the MGM, and I'm going to say, oh, I'm so, oh, Carmen's going to be coming out now, and then I need that energy, that opening. And then your your quick opening line joke story, however you want to do it. Well, I'm really mad that you you did this because I used the cum story already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I used it already. I've I've used all of my good stories. Yeah, you know, more things will happen to you in the next fortnight, I'm sure. Oh my god, I'm excited. Um, don't forget to uh, do the social medias, Corbin. You know where those are. Yeah, social medias. Check us out. Tweet at us. About, okay, what is it? They're tweeting things they want me to do in Vegas next time in May. Yeah, things you want to see Corbin do and or bet and or wear uh, when in Vegas. Yeah, and if you're in Vegas when I'm there, just shout out. We'll have a drink. Yeah, go meet up. Go over, go over craps. May, May 6th to the 10th, I'll be yeah. in Vegas. May 6th to the 10th. Live. Yeah, live. Yeah, Corbin Vegas. live. Live in Vegas. Corbin live in Las Vegas. Come check us out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, go go look at our friends at Average Superior. Uh, we'll be doing a podcast with them here soon, and they will be then coming on and doing it with us. Uh, they're great boys, uh, funny, not as funny as us. No, like, God, right. God, no. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're good. Like you can't tell me they laugh as much as us. No, they're okay. 
<laughs> they're average. Yeah. No, they're great. Uh, please go listen. Aver- to the average superior. Average superior. They, they they said it themselves. They're average. Yeah, and they're on all the they're on all the podcast things, so you can you can find them pretty simply. Uh, Corbin, remember, guys, apathy it helps. Have some apathy in your life. Why do you care? Why? It, yeah. Why do we care? Don't. Yeah. Don't at all. It's nothing matters. Just do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we love you. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, have a great uh, rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. Take care.